you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, this episode is sponsored by Organifi. If you haven't already checked out Organifi, there's still time. Um, go to Organifi.com slash real moms to get 20% off your first order. Winter house. Okay. They like made a big deal about the Toms being there. And then before we knew it, the Toms were gone. I wanted more Toms. I did too. I was like, were they just there for the weekend? It didn't feel like enough Toms. I I really feel like the Toms brought like a levity to the house, just like a they little lightness. They were so fun. Yeah. Fun. They're like, I just wanted more interactions with them and the, the housemates. And I didn't think we got enough time. I completely agree. I wonder though, if it was because like one, it's a long flight for them. Um, so it's like a day of travel there, a day of travel back. And I'm guessing they had to get back for the bar, but it did feel like they were just there for basically a long weekend. Yeah. I mean, it kind of felt like from, bra- I wonder if production, it was like a very last minute decision. And that's why it kind of that makes me be. think like, as they were filming, they're like, okay, we're not getting much here. Hence like the revolving door of people with Olivia almost coming and then Lindsay and Carl are coming. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious to know from a, like a production standpoint what the decision making is with regarding that or if they truly wanted them there. We did see before Winter House was filming like sightings of Kyle and the Toms. So it makes me feel like it wasn't spontaneous per se. Yeah, I think I mean, they really are friends. I mean, because like the Vanderpump girls came to Summer House to hang out with Kyle. So I think they all are really are friends. Um, so maybe it was just one of those things. Kyle really wanted him to be on it. And they can only do it for a little bit. I don't know. I want more of an explanation, though. I need more more detail as to why we didn't have more more Tom's Day, especially because knowing Schwartz is going through the divorce, not telling anyone about it, but is in the middle of a divorce. Like, it feels like maybe he would have wanted to stay away a little longer. Yes. Unless they had, like, other commitments, you know. But I, I will give Schwartz, like, we give a, Schwartz a hard time a lot, all sorts of things, as Peter Pan syndrome mainly. But I did appreciate how he respected Katie in the sense that he did not want to speak about it. He did not want to disrespect his wishes. And obviously knowing that it would be on air. And it seemed to be in the early, early stages of that divorce. So Schwartzy, good job. Yeah, I was actually impressed by his maturity to not talk about it. I thought he was going to get drunk and talk about it. The way he was saying in interviews, like, I don't want to talk about it with anybody yet. I was like, oh, I feel like they're building this up so that when he gets super drunk and just like word vomits all of this, we'll understand that like 
his intent wasn't to talk about it, but he really kept it all in. I was impressed. What's your take on Craig and Paige and Craig kind of having a little bit of self-awareness? He had this moment in his euphoria (laughs) eye makeup with Paige at this party that he's like chilled out a little bit. And he basically was like, thank you for kind of like bearing with me here. What was your, um, because Craig has been getting, we've been getting a lot of DMs on everyone saying, I cannot stand Craig. Like Rena Craig is going off. What was your take on that? I, okay. So I'm with everyone. I'm not loving this Craig. I really am not. And it, I am in a bit of like, is he just having like, just like being like moody and like, that's what they're using because it's good TV or is this really the Craig that we just have never really fully seen before? And maybe there's a little bit truth to both. Um, my take on Craig is I'm glad he realized that his behavior was terrible. The one thing that made me think like, okay, like what we've been seeing isn't the real Craig is the fact that he said he really appreciated that Paige didn't once like nag him, start a fight about it, like critique his bad behavior. And then he said, I don't know how many more chances like that I'm going to get. And so at least he realizes like, she is not going to just like blindly let him have these like tantrums and not say anything every single time. She let it go this time on this trip because it was really her first time seeing it and their first time really like as a couple being together this long. But I think like he realizes like, okay, I got to get a get out of jail free card this time. Next time I might not be so lucky. Mm-mm. I also think Paige. I give her credit in the sense that she takes, I've realized and seen their interaction in this relationship that she kind of takes a moment to process. She's a processor. She's not um, quick to react in the moment. I feel like she processes and then cuts you with her words. <laughs> so, <laughs> Whereas Craig is much more reactive in the moment. So I think they're a good pairing in that sense where they kind of yin and yang a little bit. Um, would you? want to hook up with Corey? I don't see the appeal of Corey. I do not find him attractive. I really just like physically. I don't know enough about his personality. He seems like, and you put this like in the, our notes, he gives you, he's like a secret fuck boy. He just plays the game better than most fuck boys and isn't so obvious with it. I, he isn't my cup of tea. I'll just say that. I like, I don't, I don't see the appeal. He's a different kind of fuckboy as someone who loves fuckboy island. For those of you listening, if you know, you know, uh, he is like the mind game fuckboy, which honestly might be the worst kind. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, because I think I'd rather have an Austin. I know what I'm getting with an Austin. Yes. You know what you're getting with an Austin. But he is like the level of games and the way he was talking, like, you know, want to build up the tension so much. So then that she like wants it. And then with production and. I mean, the details that I felt Lindsay grossed out 2.0 was sharing when she legit, and I'm going to say it because I, it's oh, don't say head. it. Don't say it. I'm going to say it. When she said she squirt, I was like, she squirted all over her sheets. That's what she said. <laughs> I like how you, <laughs> no, like- it was like so disgusting. It was so graphic. I'm like, just say, like, I had an amazing orgasm. I just don't want like those. I don't want those details. I like, I feel weird watching all the sex scenes too. When she's like, I just want you inside of me so bad. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm being pervy watching this. Well, I mean, that's kind of the. Uh, I know, but I know it's like what it is, and then they put the sheet over, and we don't see like the full like. I know, but it's it's too pervy for me. Oh yeah, I mean, I feel like it comes with the territory to me, but yeah, it's it's definitely intimate. She, I just am not a fan of hers. I also personally think 
she is a bit reaching with the mean girl thing. I, I 100% think agree. I think it's a bit of insecurity. It's like, girl, like this girl, I feel like has a sense of, and I, this is bad. I can't remember her name, Lindsay 2.0. I feel like she thinks that people should just come to her. The way she talks about exactly. guys being attracted to her. Yeah. Like she thinks she's like this hot shit that she doesn't have to put as much effort. And I'm like, uh-uh. And I'm also weary of girls who aren't girls, girls. I'm, I will 100%. say this as someone who's a girl's girl, I'm weary of it. So I'm with Paige on this. I'm like, no, if you want to be, if you want to see Mean Girl, I'll show you Mean Girl. I was all, I was here for that. Also, I mean, let's look at Rachel, who's the new girl. She was saying to Lindsay 2.0, she was saying like, do you go in their room? I just go in their room and just talk to them. And she's like, no, I don't do that. Like she has very much a Regina George complex to her. Like everybody should want to be my friend. And I'm not going to put a lot of effort into it because you should put an effort to be friends with me. And like, that's not how adult friendships work. Maybe when you're like the top queen bee in high school, you can get away with that shit. But like one, you're new to the group. And two, we're adults. If you want to be friends with somebody and you wish people were friendlier to you, be friendly to them. It's like it's not that the hard. Homeschooling. I'm, oh <laughs> I'm gonna. Now say you're it. gonna get attacked. By <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I get attacked. <laughs> I'm gonna get attacked. No, I'm sorry, guys. I had to say it. I had to say it. No, <laughs> anyone who's currently homeschooling their children, you're doing what's best for them. I'm just. It was an easy dick, so <laughs> I just had to say it. But uh, all in all, like this season's kind of odd. Uh, would you agree with Sierra? Would you feel the way Sierra did about Austin bringing Olivia? Or do you think like, get over it? Like, just let it happen. I'm a little conflicted. There's a part of me that's like, get over it. Like, you know, he has a girlfriend. Like, he's, you know, but like, Craig said that like, Austin was following her around like a puppy dog. I didn't necessarily see all of that in the episode, but I- I'm guessing it happened. I could also see Austin like being drunk and saying things to her like you're so beautiful and like kind of fucking with her a little bit. So that might make her be a little bit more upset. And also, let's just face it. She's not over Austin. It's hard when you're in a relationship and you're not over someone and they are not only like over it, but they've moved on and now they're with someone else. And to have that in front of her, like thrown in her face would probably not be very um desirable so i i I side with both though because i'm like you know austin if he misses his girlfriend should be allowed to invite her what do you think yeah i as someone who's been rejected many a times in my life i wait a minute many a times yes believe it or not pre i was but i also but you like met kyle when you were like 20 that well yes Okay, that's an exaggeration. Fine, fine, Abby, fine. Well, I'm just saying, like, how much rejection do you have before the age of 20? No, I mean. Maybe we need a bonus episode of all the men that have rejected (laughs) Vanessa. That is fair. Thank you for the call out. Thank you for humbling me. Thank you, Abby. No, so in my youth, which is not the same. Okay, fine. It's not my same. But if I'm going back in time and trying to remember that feeling, it's a shitty feeling to know that you like this guy way more than he liked you and you weren't in your head good enough for yeah. him to want to be with you. That so, is, no, it sucks. It sucks. I have to so know I though. I feel for her. A little are bit. one of these rejections a handsome brother? Are you, ca- are you <laughs> no. count? Okay. No. For those who don't know, Vanessa back in the day in her youth was a diehard. Handsome. I was a huge Hanson fan um, from the ages of 11 to 15. The, it, like if you were to look up teeny bopper in the dictionary, you'd see my face. And I, I had the posters on the wall. I was BSB over NSYNC. Love that like bubblegum pop, that era of music and so innocent. nostalgia. Yes, it was so innocent. Like everything just felt like rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. 
But um, I did meet the Hanson brothers at their hotel. I made my mom, we, my friend at the time who also loved them, we made her mom, we like stalked them and found their tour bus, hung out in the lobby, met them. One of the roadies said they were talking about me and then I died and didn't follow through. But, you know, I could have been married now with seven children. <laughs> I was just going to say, I mean, I don't, I think you might've dodged a bullet. With I, agree. Brothers, I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. I think agree. they got kind of like off the deep end with some stuff. Yeah. Right? They, I mean, if you guys want to go down a rabbit hole, like search like Hanson and Black Lives okay. Matter, put that in your Google search and they'll tell you everything you need to yeah, know. Yeah. I was trying to remember exactly, but I'm like, I feel like they got kind of, yeah. So yeah. anyway, you dodged a bullet. I um, dodged a bullet. Strong and maybe, pivot. <laughs> maybe Sierra is too. Let's bring it back. Let's bring um, it back. Maybe Sierra is too. But I, yeah, I think we have to, I kind of, we need to make, you know what? I might make like a graph of when they filmed all these damn shows because it's it hard to keep track. It's hard to keep track of where we're at. So well, I this might, is why I, I agree that. with Andy that like production needs to turn around quicker. They need to, I know it's NBC and CBS, but they need to like poach somebody from the big brother production team because they turn around episode. Like, first of all, you watch it, some of it live on Thursday, but then there's three episodes a week and they're like, editing and because they're happening in real time and they turn those around so fast and i think bravo could benefit from some of that quick turnaround so that one we have a better understanding of the timing and when like some of this shit is happening while they're filming like we're gonna see it a week later not four to six months later well and it's i think it only matters now because of the overlap with all the yeah like housewives it doesn't matter but yeah housewives not as much but now we're gonna see tom like in real time back in march depending on when they started filming it's just a lot anyhow that is winter house um i'm curious to see what's gonna happen with Lindsay and austin we got that bomb drop that austin of course the man who's no one is as messy as austin kroll the man who's like low-key like oh yeah Lindsay was trying to put her hand on my dick during amanda and kyle's wedding when they were telling everyone that Car- Carlito and Lindsay yeah. were giving this a go. So, which a part of me is like, listen, like, I'm like that, that, I don't know if that's like super dramatic. I mean, they literally just decided in that moment. Like, <laughs> he said he too, he wasn't quite ready yet. She said she's been having feelings. And he said he, this is like what we saw last year on Summer House, that he was also having those feelings, but he wanted to stay true to his sobriety. And she said she needed to respect, like she respected that. And he's like, let's just see where things go. So maybe, like, if I were her, I'd be thinking, I'm not going to be anything serious with Carl right away. She's a single girl. I don't think she broke any rules. Also, I know I'm a Lindsay apologist, and like, we are, we're always going to side. Yeah, and you know, and we realize it. We realize it. Yeah, and we also, you know, Vanessa more than me. I'm a little bit more stubborn, but we flip flop too. So it could it could change very. Oh, I flip flop all the damn time. So yes, um, but. I've been very loyal to Lindsay. So we will see. Let's let's just let the cameras roll and keep going. Um, Let's go to the crazy bizarro season that is Salt Lake City. Can I just make a plea? (laughs) God damn it, Bravo. I don't want to see these fucking couples in tubs anymore. It's so disgusting. Like it is so disgusting, especially when she's when he said his tank. When he was fingering his butt. She was like had her foot like. I don't know what's it called. Is it called towing? Like when you use your toe instead of fingering? But she was like towing his butt. And I'm like, again, if I felt pervy watching people say, I want you inside of me, imagine how I felt just watching this. And first of all, it's different. I'm just going to say it when it's both 
people are semi like attractive, even though I don't think Corey's super attractive. I don't think he's repulsive. Seth, ooh, 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 I, I can't. No. Well, it's like it's like the hot tub scenes that we were getting in Winter House. A hot tub yeah. scene is way different than a bathtub scene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just cool. over the damn bathtubs. No, I, I'm with you on that. But before we get into that moment, I, I don't even think we need to go back to that moment. But mm-hmm. I think, so Angie, the, the thing that makes me laugh about this episode is that there is a confrontation over a 50-year-old man doing a finsta at a choir audition while two <laughs> grown-ass women are wearing, like, these flapper dresses and hats. I'm I mean, like, it, you do need to take a up. minute, yeah, to, like, just appreciate the, like, entertainment that is. Yeah. That, I, I mean, I think as Housewives viewers, we're so used to so much bat shit that you don't, like, process that. You're like, whoa, this is crazy. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. This, this is what we're doing today. Just like, another day. Just another day. Okay, I was like, you man, guys. Lisa Barlow singing though. Can we just talk about it? I mean, oh my god, yes, it was. First of all, that's not even the beat, or that's not even how you sing "Away in a Manger." Like (laughs) she was like way off on like the way you even sing it, and I don't think she was like remixing it. Um, so that just I don't. It made me laugh, and her big smile. It was you know good for her. You know, if it makes her happy, she should sing it. No one has confidence like Lisa Barlow. I like. I mean, right now I'm like even channeling her with my voice. Like I love that. Like I just yeah, manger. (laughs) And the way she practiced in front of John, and she's like so proud of herself. Like we all need a little Lisa Barlow inside of us to like. We should all be our biggest cheerleaders, and she is her own biggest cheerleader. And I oh my god, I love that for her. I love that. I want to know, do you think Angie, so Jen Shaw confronted Angie about the Finsta and whether or not Angie knew. Angie denied it and then also like looked at Heather in the moment and was like, is my husband a bad guy? And Heather like walking in blindly was like, yeah, he's a bad guy. Jen's offended. I think there's, I'm now like, you guys know we're not part of the Shaw squad, but I agree with Jen. I think Angie 100% knew. There's no way she didn't know. There's no way she didn't know. And also, let's keep in mind, these aren't like, um, this isn't New York where it's like couples kind of do like have their own lives. We're in Salt Lake City with like a ton of Mormons. Like there's no way a husband did something without a wife knowing. Like I just the way that culture is, like, and I get maybe they're not Mormon. I can't remember if they are or they aren't. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day. I just feel like the way that culture is, like they all, you always know what your spouse is doing. And I just, I also, let's be honest. Men aren't that creative and stealth. She helped him do it. Like, there's no way Kyle could start his own Finsta and would know even what to do. You would, you'd have to help him to like truly troll, don't you think? Oh, yeah. And I think, I don't know, like this friend of, I mean, I'm confused with the friend of. Yeah, the two Angie's. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's its own thing. But I, I think they were quick to point out that she was immediately liking these posts or commenting. Yeah. Yeah. She was like sitting right next to him or doing it herself. Like there's no way. As someone who has Instagram accounts, (laughs) immediately as we post our own shit. I'm the first to like my own shit. And oh, yeah. Immediately jump over to my personal, give yes. it a like. And yeah, that's the way. That's, that's the, the way game, it goes. People. And you only know that because as soon as it's posted. So yeah. like she is lying. Liar. Liar. Uh, <laughs> I do kind of agree with Heather, though, when she was saying like, you know, she's like, Jen is facing felony charges of up to like 50 years in jail or something ridiculous. And this is the thing that like is breaking Coach Shaw's heart. like. I do think she's being a little dramatic when she's like, 
this is like killing Sharif and all. I'm like, no, you probably like facing jail time is killing him more than this Finsta, but we'll, we'll just let it go for a little bit. I mean, yeah, that's this whole other thing. Uh, so yeah, that was an interesting confrontation. Okay. So then we have Lisa and Heather fighting over the death of Heather's dad. This whole fight, I have to be honest and watching it. I had to like rewatch it a few times. Cause I'm like, this is like channeling back to the end of a reunion, whether or not Lisa reached out, then Lisa yeah. like is defending her name. And she's saying, I'm defending my name and going on Twitter. And like, I'm just kind of like, it feels like this came out of like nowhere in a way. We're, we're um, reaching. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, doesn't it kind of seem like, I mean, I don't know. It just. Felt. Also, I'm just going to say, like, ah, so it's weird. I'm finding myself side with Lisa Barlow more with this, like, just on the Lisa Barlow Whitney side more than I am Meredith and Heather. And I think it's I'm strongly biased from the panel at BravoCon, which was honestly a live reunion. But um, in this particular instant, I, I am on Heather's side because... I think her, I see her point of like, one, it was, I hope your, I hope your father gets better soon or something. And like, he was on hospice and dying. So it was kind of like, a, I, know, I don't think she meant it necessarily that way, but it's like, he's not getting better. I think that's more when you say like, I'm praying for your family, but also like having someone who like has lost a father, I can understand. And like that, like there's like that day where, you know, it's happening I get in Heather's mind, like if the text was sent that day and he was already on hospice and they were saying their goodbyes in her mind, that was kind of the day he passed. I I get her. Maybe it wasn't the technical day, but I can understand her feeling like, well, that was the day I knew I lost my dad. So in her mind, she texted after the fact. I don't really know, though. I like at the end of the day, it's like. I can't understand why they're still fighting about this. No, I agree. I think it's like very much semantics. And I I think both. I think Lisa has compassion for Heather. I don't think. I don't know. It just feels like we're, it's just over. I think Lisa now it's weird. It's like a shifting of roles. I think Lisa is trying really hard to like cultivate a friendship with Heather and Heather is now the one who doesn't want it. Where previously Heather was like, I'd like for us to be friends, but you're mean to me and you don't want me as a friend. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard to follow this. It is. And you know what else is kind of hard to follow is Whitney and Heather. Like, I find myself, I'm like, wait, where, where is this fighting? Like, this feels deeper. And I, okay, so again, I'm with Abby 100%. I think watching this live reunion, and guys, check in Peacock. I I haven't double-checked this, but if you, if Salt Lake is on there. It's on there. It is. Oh, watch it. Like, yeah. I hope they didn't edit shit out, but watch it. Because you will, it's just a whole nother perspective, and it kind of gives you a different point of view as you're watching this season. So Whitney, I ha- she's like my fellow birthday sister, Libra. I have a way of my way with words. Sometimes it's I have a hard time um, like voicing my thoughts at times. <laughs> Someone who's doing a podcast, that sounds kind of funny saying out loud. But <laughs> but in, when it comes to feelings that I usually have to write down my thoughts if I want to like make a point. Or just kind of make sure all my ducks in a row. And I kind of see this with Whitney. I think Whitney has points, but it's not coming out in the right way. So he seeing her and Heather, like having this discussion, like, oh, no, 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 Whitney, like you need to start writing your shit down <laughs> and kind of like practicing your thoughts before you go against head to head with Heather, who's quick to snap back at you. But to me, this feels so much more deeper than uh, blowjobs for <laughs> um courtside seats like this feels to me like i feel like the underlying issue is whitney probably doesn't feel like heather believes her abuse 
I think that's it. And she's just for some reason, and maybe it's because she isn't going through it. She's saying that like the whole like you weren't there for me when Justin got fired. And Heather's like, I didn't even know Justin got fired. Which and I is kinda, fair. Yeah. And I like feel like that's one of those things where it's like, how am I just supposed to know that if we're not really talking? And then like I just feel like both of them, it's like just get to the root of it. Like I feel like the problem is. Whitney feels like she's not being supported and not being believed as a survivor of abuse. And that's like, if that's it, don't bring up Justin being fired. Just say like, you didn't even know Justin was fired because we're not close. And that makes me sad. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's like they, Whitney wants the friendship to work, but she also wants to be validated and almost, I think, wants Heather's apology. And I don't think Heather realizes that's what Whitney's searching for. A hundred percent. And I, it's sadly enough, bad weather. I don't know. Some people are like, well, aren't they going to make up? I'm like, guys, I don't know. I mean, we're going to see a continuation of the demise of this friendship on Ultimate Girls Trip season three. So, and BravoCon was just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not looking good. I, I feel, I don't ever want to say never say never because crazier things have happened. But for right now, it's, not good not good so um shall we take a little ad break oh let's i've actually tried something new with my organifi oh tell me more okay so i tried the vanilla protein powder and i mixed it with my almond milk frothed it and put it in my coffee to have like a my usual i make i'm kind of like bougie i have this like actually i'm not bougie you're I would say you're a little bit more bougie than me, but I've embraced some of my inner Vanessa and got a bougie coffee machine about a year ago that makes like espresso. So I've been making almond lattes for a while. I'm getting really off topic. Sorry, guys. But I started feeling like I don't really eat breakfast in the morning and I started feeling really hungry at like 10 now that I've been back in the office. So I mixed some protein powder in with my milk and I use the Organifi Complete Protein Vanilla. I love it. It's like a little vanilla latte, but it like because there's like protein, more protein in there, I feel like I'm fuller longer. So give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Uh, I mean, I feel like now this is a season where sweater weather is here Mm -hmm. and I'm guilty of like overindulging, but I do feel like Organifi has different juicing options and so many different variations that make you just feel good after drinking it. So again, um, go make sure you get that 20% off. If you have a health nut in your family, this would make an excellent gift. So go to Organifi.com slash real moms to get your 20% off. Back to Potomac. Uh, I don't know why I sang that. Okay. You're, you're, I'm rubbing I'm, off of you. You are. <laughs> uh, we, like we didn't even realize how much Ashley liked hockey players when you manifested their like relationship. And then we see this play out. It was like, this was written in the stars for I Luke mean, and Ashley. I, you know, what's funny is I had a dream last night. Were you officiating your wedding? No, that Ashley was like talking to me. She's like, I haven't heard back from Luke. Have you heard back from Luke? I haven't heard from him. And I was like, well, do you want me to find out? And What's it was, wild is like, this could actually like kind of no, happen. But it was like such a weird dream. And one thing she kept pointing out is that he didn't make eye contact. It was a very bizarre dream. But I woke up this did you, morning. Did you reach out of, to her? <laughs> no. Um, Luke, yeah, I think I did. I mean, it feels like something I would do. It'd be like, oh, I like low key was like, oh, so what's going on with you and Ashley? But anyway, so it was written in the stars and we just brought it to life. And I just love that she was caught with a hockey player. Um, Also, let's talk about Mia and her two different stories that she's been telling us on how she met her husband. 
I'll be honest, when Mia's parts are on, I zone out. Like I was like, I don't really, other than this, like, does she have cancer? Does she not? I don't really pay attention to Mia. So what is she saying now? Okay. So she said she was a mistress. Basically she was on a trip to Miami and oh, Gordon, that's right. right? Gordon, yeah. like they met and he was with a wife, but she's also told us that they met at a club. So which one is it? Like she, if you recall, like the whole situation on what kind of club this was, like, is, oh yeah, was it a strip like a, club? Yeah, yeah, she's like a just gentleman's club. Like she was trying to play it up, like it was so much more classy. But now it's like you guys met in Miami while he was still married. So what is it? Um, I just, I'm not one, you know, I don't really like to necessarily call people like straight up liars, but I feel like Mia has a track record developing a reputation of not keeping her story straight. And mm-hmm. I will, I will just say it. So mm, I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to like the viewers, um, are we're going to continue to poke at that and call her out more on that. I, I mean, like, let's be Bravo fans are like, we could all be personal detectives. So like, <laughs> yes, she's not like, you You can't get away with that shit. Andy says it to them, like to housewives all the time and talks about it. He's like, if housewives think they can get away with like hiding something, Bravo fans find it before it's even like, like airing and being filmed. And a lot of times what Bravo fans find and reveal is what then is talked about while they're filming. So I'm sure there's some sleuths on this. We'll, we'll find out soon. Oh, we'll definitely. I mean, I feel like the origin story will eventually come out. Um, I love Giselle and her scenes with her daughters. Her daughters are so hilarious. Like that they're getting pedicures and how grossed out they were that Giselle used the towel that you put your feet on before you get your pedicure to wipe her face. I was grossed out by that too. <laughs> I, you guys, my, like literally, I think if there was a theme for this week, it was like nausea when watching Housewives. Okay. So I felt kind of sick to my stomach and pervy watching uh, Lindsay 2.0 and Corey hook up. Then I feel sick to my stomach watching um, Meredith in the tub with her husband. And then I, well, I guess I'm going in reverse order, just kick it all off though. Yeah. Giselle used a pedicure towel on her face. Well, I don't think they clean those out well either. I would not like, that could be somebody else's like foot germs on there. I just think the idea of putting something like that, you're like, I don't know. I I'm just like, girl, if you're shiny and I don't know, just wait until afterwards, like get yourself that volcano volcano roller from Revlon. I'll send it to you, Jizzy. Like (laughs) there's things for this. You don't need to use a towel and the towel won't really take the shine away. It just takes off your makeup. I'm like, girl, do you not know anything about being shiny? (laughs) Maybe this is new to her. Maybe her skin's changing. I grew up. I mean, I doubt that. I doubt that. But uh, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We uh, also then get a little bit of a, a trip with the ladies. And does your heart just kind of like warm and like enlarge when you see a sprinter van i just get so excited now oh yeah it's i mean sprinter vans this one didn't provide much drama but i'm like oh there's a sprinter van i know this is gonna be good no i love it i also the production of potomac is like next level in terms of discussing the lie so we're at this burn party and during the burn party um there's a confrontation between I think Wendy, Wendy and Robin on whether or not she put her hands on um, if Sharice had to put her hands on Robin to push her back from going after Wendy. Yeah. And she called Sharice. Yes. Um, and then we see that, I mean, Sharice did. Sharice put more than a finger on Robin to stop her. Yeah. 
So I, I'm, I'm curious to it. see how like how she responds, but it's just like funny. Um, and I do. So what is your take about Ashley uh, talking about? I do feel like Ashley could have talked to Candace privately. I feel like Candace has a point there when she pulled her aside to talk about the drama and that text she received about Michael. I feel like she could have done the same thing with Candace. Yeah, I yeah, I wasn't sure why she felt the need to put it out there. Like, I, I think that should have been a private conversation like she did in the beginning. I mean, I think she put it out there because they're filming a show and she's like, no, and I'm I do get do it. it. But it, like, even if she would have done a one on one, it still would have been filmed. Yes. Very, very true. I just think Candace is like, pop, 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 pow. Like, I feel like she is like, so many people have messaged us. And like, even in my head, they're like, man, I'm rooting for Candace. Like, I did not see this coming. And even like the whole thing between Chris and Mia and being like, wait, Chris looked at me. I was like, I, wait, production showing that where he was like literally like looking the other way. It was so funny. I'm like, we're reaching with this whole thing. But Potomac, it's always entertainment, entertaining. I look forward to it every week. And if you're still listening to this and not watching Potomac, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I feel like because everyone's like Potomac, it's the most slept on show. I don't think people are sleeping on it anymore. I think no, people are sleeping on Married to Medicine. Yes. That's- and I, sometimes I sleep on it. I'll be honest. Like I don't, I don't watch it um, religiously. But then, like whenever I start watching it, I'm like, why do I not watch this more? Like, why do I not watch it live? It's it's yeah. good. It's but I need to I need to get on that. That's- There's only so much time though. You know, it is hard. It's a so lot. So many TV. hours in the day. Yeah. Uh, time for our shout out. I feel like you are could guess my shout out. Who do you I think? I'm that gonna- I, I don't know that I can. What brought me to tears yesterday? Oh, pumps. You guys, pumps. First of all, did you you never watch Sweet Home? No, Oklahoma, I didn't. Did so I don't. I mean, but I love oh. that you were so moved by it. Like I was very. I I didn't well, forget to text you. I was like so happy you, for you. If you watch it, you just can't not fall. Like you, there's no way you can't fall in love with pumps. First of all, she was a little bit heavier back then, and this was also like I need to look. I feel like it was like eight years ago. No, I was before. I was. It was either right as I got married or before I got married. So we're like eight to ten years ago. Um, it was just a very refreshing reality TV with all the housewives going on that like people were starting to get their makeup done and be a little bit more glammed up, uh, not full on what we have now. And here's this like woman in Oklahoma smoking cigarettes. She would wear latex gloves while she smoked her cigarettes. And I think my favorite part about Sweet Home Oklahoma is the women actually got along. They were genuinely friends. And it was really more just like their escapades. And it was like silly and wholesome. And I just feel like now more than ever, we need a little bit of that. As much as we love the drama and the like petty fights on Housewives, and I don't want that to go away. I'm not saying that at all. But we talk about like that levity and that balance. I feel like if we could just have a little bit of sweet home in Oklahoma, it'd bring that back for us. And Pumps was just like, so sweet. And the fact that like she followed us, and I don't know if you noticed, but every person who commented on our post, like, we love pumps, we miss pumps. She responded back to every person and said thank you. Oh. So, so what a sweet. sweet. I love I it. And also, I think too, like during that time, like think on TV and housewives, particularly, like it's just different body representation. Yes, too, that's what I'm sorry. I meant show, to say that. Yeah, yeah, I figure that's where you're going. Like I got sidetracked. Thank you. No, but something different regarding that. So I think that's that's amazing. And they do have a podcast. Everyone's like, do you know they have a podcast? So her and her best friend, um, they do have a podcast. I forgot what it's called. Of course, I'm blanking on it. Um, I just listened to it yesterday because they had a really funny episode about Burning Man. Um, but yeah, no, they're hilarious. Uh, I'm going to find it right now. 
pumps, pumps, pumps. Um, I've had it. That's the name of their podcast. It's really funny. Oh, I love that. Well, we'll have to check it out. I need to go. Maybe I'll watch it. I'm guess, I'm sure it's on Peacock. At least I'm no, it's not. It. Oh, really? That was my whole. Post. Oh, duh. Like, oh my god. I was like, you guys, you're like, wait, are you guys on the same team? Okay, no. well, I missed that part. I'm sorry. So I went to go look it up because I well, I listened to their podcast. I'm like, oh god, I missed them. And so I'm like, I'm gonna like watch some Sweet Home Oklahoma while I fold laundry. And I go on Peacock thinking it has to be on there, and it's not. And so. One woman was like, my husband works for Peacock. I'll see what I can do. Like, we need to bring it back. Okay. Well, bring okay, it back. Anyway. And I apologize for not reading your caption. <laughs> wow. It's okay. All right. All right. Well, just goes to show we're real people here. Um, <laughs> so my shout out, I'm going to give my shout out to the Spice Girls. We oh, received a lot yeah. of nostalgia this week, but the Spice Girls were probably my favorite. I had the pleasure of seeing the Spice Girls live um, when I was in fifth grade. Uh, Jerry had left the group, so it was a foursome, but I just live for those women getting together and they've aged amazingly, all of them, but they're there for Jerry's birthday. We got a little bit of, um, spice up your life. David Beckham has a reel on his, like on his, uh, post on his Instagram page. So I just love, love, love seeing like the people you grow up with just, still getting together and hanging out and it's just uh, i'm ready for like a spice girl vegas residency <laughs> and oh, that'd I, be great wouldn't that be great like just it really would. do it they don't have to travel too much they all look great i know victoria wouldn't do it but maybe she'd show up for like one show and one song and just move that's her arms up and down yeah, yeah that's all i need i don't need a lot so i'm here for that and something else that i'm here for is you guys leaving us a five-star Leaving us five stars or written review, uh, it's super easy. Something really quick for you to do if you want to continue to show us support. If you want to support us monetarily, um, check out Patreon. Patreon, we're going to talk about a couple of things, including that rumored Roni legacy class, every, or cast, excuse me. Everyone keeps asking what's happening with Roni legacy. Well, we're going to tell you what we know and what we think about it. So you can join Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Real Moms of Bravo. And with that, we will catch you next week. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go. Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started?